0: Hey, folks, Clint Powell here. This is During the Break. Let's do this. It is a a big day. I've done a bunch of podcasts this week, and it feels great. I love doing podcasts. Um, I'm going to talk to my guest about podcasting. Uh, Is Biden going to run for re-election? Does it even matter? Topics on her mind with her and Binkley in the podcast. I'm going to catch up on life in the end. I might bring up January 6th. I don't know. Her illness, her mom. You've got new coffee mugs and I'm going to bring her up. I'm not allowed to talk about this ladies and gentlemen, because I have a penis. So I'm not allowed to talk about it, but this lady has a womb. she's fully qualified to talk about the decision that came down today.
1: Hi Monica Perez. Hi Clint. It's great to see you. You look so
0: olive and warm.
1: I'm, I'm very, I'm tapping into my, as I was, I have a Puerto Rican last name. But a prominent Puerto Rican told me, I just look like a light-skinned Mediterranean to him. And uh, yeah, but it's not that, that Like it. compared to you.
0: <laughs> I look like the movie Powder. <laughs> I,
1: look, I look like you. I, um, I have a friend who says she's a person of pallor. <laughs> of, of what a person of pallor, like oh, pale yeah. rather than a person of color. Yes, um, so you're a person of pallor.
0: I am. I like that. Sounds much more classy, too. Yeah,
1: yeah, super classy.
0: Uh, tell me, real quick, before we get into the Supreme Court decision today and the podcast world, two things. One, you were sick, you're feeling better. And two, mm-hmm. how's mom?
1: Okay, yeah. So I was sick. I got, I didn't, I can't talk. I never talk about this stuff in real time because I don't want to be stigmatized. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I had COVID for a second time. I mean, I've never had a positive COVID test, but the first time I had it, I got a positive antibody test and I'm pretty sure I would get, as my as my son makes funny, he's like, I think you had the Omicron BA two, mom. I think that's the one that you had this time. <laughs> like, you know, everybody knows the strain yeah. out here, but it was, it's absolutely at this point, it was just like having a different cult, just like you always have a different But cult it was body. pretty bad. Well... I couldn't talk at all, which is a terrible problem for a podcaster. And, uh, yeah, it lasted a full two weeks and I just, I don't understand the nature of the illness. It's so different. I completely think it's artificial. People say it's a lab leak. I think it's, it wasn't a leak. I think it was made in a lab. I don't think it was leaked by accident.
0: I'm not, you've had it and it, didn't it kind of get better and then get worse again in that two weeks? I've had people that have had it and they've said, man, you yeah. think you're getting over it. And all of a sudden you wake up and it's, it's almost like it it didn't go this, away.
1: This time it was actually like that. And I was supposed to visit my mom both times. I guess I visit my mom a lot, but both times I had, I canceled trip to my mom because even though I really don't know if it, it the nature of contagion at all, like I just virus germ theory is just a theory, but I didn't want to take any chances at all. Um, But I did think it was going to be gone, but it really didn't completely go away for 14 days. Like exactly. It was very weird, but I didn't get too sick. I do. A friend of mine taught me this little trick of putting 3% peroxide like that, buy it in the store and then, and make a three to one solution and put it in a humidifier. So I just blasted this like highly diluted peroxide mixture and- With just boy, warm just, water? We're just... It's cool. It's cool water. So you take oh, distilled yeah. water, three cups of distilled water and one cup of peroxide 3%, which is already very diluted. So it's not a lot. You can smell it a little bit. I put it right on my nightstand, blast right in my face and made a big difference. The first time I didn't have that, but the second time, oh, just like made the huge difference in the whole like coughing, lungs, congestion, everything wow. completely. Yeah. Really great. You can gargle with it. You can get, make a did spray you, uh, out of that.
0: Did you take any, uh, NAC?
1: I do. I take, of and it's NAC.
0: I do too.
1: I take, I took vitamin D. Would you, you have to be sure you take probiotics and stuff if you take too much vitamin D. Um, I love quinine cause it's good for the blood oxygen level, I think. I did, I did something else. I I thought, yeah,
0: NAC, you've got a storehouse NAC, don't you?
1: Yes, I stockpiled it. It, it facilitates uh, other things. So like, um, magnesium, I take NAC with, I take, um, liposomal glutathione, which with NAC, which is like, if you're, if you feel like you're vax injured or something, you can, that'll clear out your, helps your liver metabolize toxins, and I'm trying to think what else I did. I think I, I added something new to the mix this time that I didn't have before, but I can't remember. Basically, I just try to stay like hyper-nourished. I take my supplements and everything.
0: I do, too. I, I got hooked on NAC after I talked to you and my, yeah. my guy here, Ed Jones at Nutrition yeah. World. And now I keep an extra two bottles. I've got an active bottle and two non-active bottles of NAC, NAD, and quercetin, along with my yes. my vitamin D and my zinc. Yeah. Um, You're
1: the one who turned me on to quercetin, which I have quercetin yeah. and zinc, and I try to do that. And I just, I try to like space them out. I don't take 10 pills at once. Although I know like old people in the hospital, they give I me like 10 pills at once. I'm I like, take. Gosh.
0: I can oh, ta- just, I, I just take them all. Yeah. I just, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Just my body sorted out, you know. <laughs> Um, uh, how's mom? Did you ever get to see her?
1: Yes, I, so I did. I went like on day 14, I took a negative, like I took a COVID test, which was negative, And I went to see her and she's just great, but she has terrible problems with her knees. So I'm super worried about her walking around. I called her this morning. I'm like, let's you and me get an apartment. You know, it doesn't have any stairs And she's in New York York or in
0: Chattanooga? What are you talking about?
1: I would love that. She won't go anywhere, she won't go further than a mile from my father's grave. It's super annoying. I mean, it is sweet. But She's
0: pooping. You just awe. I mean, come on.
1: I know that's I mean, romantic. It's, it's very, very sweet. So she's she has to stay near the near this. I like to go to the cemetery. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, so I love it. I'm gonna I'm going to see her in two weeks. Like I just so this is. I'm not sure I gave you an update on what's happening in my podcasting life, but no,
0: that's what we're getting to. Good segue.
1: Yeah. So my so my kids. I. I've always been hyper focused on spending as much time with my kids while they live with me as I can. Like I am old enough to know I've known enough people who've died or gone to jail to know that you want to spend time with the people you love when you've got them. And I really, although I always made a point to see my mom, uh, two of my kids graduated from high school last, you know, the last couple of weeks. And I realized like, oh my gosh, my mom's 93. Like she's the one I need to spend like as much time as possible with. And one of my kids who graduated has down syndrome. So he's, like now a full-time job again. And he loves my mom. So they just sit on the couch and watch Tom and Jerry and just like crack up when people hit each other on the head with a frying pan. Like they're exactly, so they watch Jeopardy. They, they do pretty, like equally well. <laughs> and they like to go to the cemetery. That's a big hobby they both share. And then my daughter who graduated is spending her first year of college abroad and many panic attacks ensued. She's like, mom, you have to come with me. I'm like, you don't want me going to college with you. She's like, well, just like, you know, get an Airbnb nearby just in case. I'm like, okay. So I'm gonna do so, not for like a year, but for Whoa, like a crazy. month. So I have to go back. And I'm uh, so I, I realize I really have to spend lots of time with my mom. She's such a gem. And I, but because of that, I simply cannot do the drive time news blast anymore because it was just a daily show. And I was doing like every single, Are news you stopping theory. the podcasting? Not entirely. Um, so what I did was Binkley wants to continue with that and he's, um, totally willing to do that. And I just passed off to him basically everything. Like I gave him the entire Patreon account. Like he's doing all the XRs, all the DVPs, all the zoom, he's getting all the money. Like he's, that's all him. And then for me, uh, we share the propaganda report feed and we also both post everything to Rockfin. But the propaganda report feed, we realize like unless you keep a strict schedule, we were stepping on each other. So I'm going to keep doing it just like I agreed I would just do it. Is that
0: you and him or just a you thing?
1: I'm doing – so I'm doing – I spun off. There was a segment in the Drive Time News Blast. The last segment was the deepest dive of the day. And I would spend an extra – amount of time and effort like delivering that but it was like it was too much to jam into that little thing so I was like okay I'll just spin that off I can probably handle that and it just immediately I was going to do like 10 minutes a day a few days a week it immediately like went to 30 minutes like it's just you cannot crack the code on Mm -hmm. stuff without spending some time so I only do it twice a week And, um, because of that, it kind of gets lost in the sauce and I will keep putting stuff up on Prop report, but I started a different RSS feed and it just makes more sense for like a lot of reasons. And so it's just deep dives with Monica Perez. And, and I like it because my problem is I talk a lot, obviously. So for me to try to jam 10 stories into a half an hour was a little tricky, but now it's one story. And some of the things that I've been able to find spending the extra time it does it takes me way more time to do one show but i do a fraction of the number of shows but uh like the baby formula thing was entirely the fda's fault it was full of lies it was absolutely sabotaged um yesterday today i just dropped like gasoline prices have absolutely nothing to do with putin 100 percent not And I don't know, you know, they're just lying about that. And I figured out what it was. What's
0: the, what's the one thing or or should people just go listen to the podcast? No, no, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm
1: happy to tell, Uh, but I would like some subscribers to deep dives with Monica Perez because I have like 800 reviews on the prop report, but I have like zero on deep dives. Well, let me zoom
0: back out real quick. Are you and Binkley still going to stay working together from time to time? Yeah, I want to
1: keep doing the deep dives on Rockfin. So we had this thing where we did the exclusive, but by a terrible coincidence he his father died right like literally 3 days after i stepped away like he mm. just his father just tanked and um so i i filled in for a while i kept it going but he, it took him you know I, I don't know if he's still getting back on his feet but he's you know i'm just going to give him some space to yeah Whatever his pace is like.
0: So you need people to subscribe and, and to go to Monica Perez deep dive, deep dives. with Monica. Deep dives
1: with Monica Perez. I would like, yeah, only because, you know, we, we the propaganda report goes way up in the search and that's fine. Like, I'm going to keep posting there, but I would like a little something for the effort, because I one reason I'm making a separate RSS feed is for the convenience of patrons who get all of Vinkley's stuff in one place. They want to be able to just get all my stuff instead of having to sort through like him and me together. Yeah, we'll but,
0: figure that out. I'll put yeah. the link. It's not on this description because I didn't know yeah. it. But when I go to Apple and iTunes, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, Spotify, it's not everything.
1: Or like I'll my, put the link. That's yeah. what I'm
0: saying. I'll find your link and I'll put the link in there so people can go subscribe. Thank you. Thank you. So, so much. does Monica? Does Deep Dives of Monica Press have its own Patreon now?
1: No, I'm never doing okay. Patreon. Okay, again. then I will. I've I will been deplatformed do... too many times. No, I have ads, so I okay, have a perfect. producer who I really like, and um, basically, the ads kind of cover, not quite, but close. People don't like the ads, they find them annoying, and actually, Deep Dives with Monica Perez, that RSS feed, I'm gonna keep it ad-free till August 1st just to compensate people for the inconvenience, Yeah, and then I'll... um, I don't know what. So it just, but the ads do, they come close to covering. Well,
0: I mean, people, it's a lot of time. You got your time is valuable. So let's. Well, I have to
1: go out of pocket for the producer. It's not Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It takes, well,
0: it's time and money. Yeah. Yeah, it's money. So, So, so. uh, but you still like podcasting and you're going to get to spend more time with your family. Are you going to get it to where you can do these podcasts as you travel? Like you could do them in New York? Well, that
1: was the, another big reason is that if you're doing them solo, which is what I'm doing you just do it locally on your laptop, and it's just perfect quality, even when you're sitting on your mother's floor. <laughs> because, yeah, our internet is the worst, so I'd have to, like, plug directly into the internet. And it, you Literally every live stream I've ever done from her, you can see, like, the bed. I'm leaning against the bed, and, like, you can see the spiders and stuff on the One floor. One time
0: I had you on, and I heard your mom say, hello,
1: Clint. Oh, yeah, Clint, yeah. how you doing? he's do? my honey. He's my sweetie. He's <laughs> the uh, Everyone, why did not you talk to him more?
0: <laughs> Absolutely, why not? Because um, so they're I did, all the same to you.
1: I did a Q and A with her last time I was there, and if I get a hundred reviews on my iTunes Deep Dives account, I'll post it for everyone. A
0: hundred reviews on your iTunes account at Deep yes. Dives with Monica Perez, yes. and you'll post that a Q and A yes. with your mom.
1: Yes, my matron only Q and A. Okay. <laughs> I love it.
0: I, <laughs> all right. So, Hey, uh, I, there's so much to talk about with you. Thank you for bringing me up to speed on podcasting. Wish Binkley the best as well. I'd love to get oh, Binkley yes. on yeah. if you ever need yeah, some help. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You should. Yeah, he's doing great. I think. Um, I had all these questions, but while I was podcasting, I've done two podcasts and four coaching calls today. There's this thing that came down from the Supreme court. And because I have different genitalia and I don't <laughs> identify as a woman, even though i think it's silly to say that we as a, as humans can't talk about issues that affect our family members and ourselves it's dumb anyway i will act like i believe in that when i don't yes. really monica you have yes. the appropriate to tell you to talk about this
1: yes i have a womb
0: tell me. <laughs>
1: what is a woman What's it? a person with a womb hey
0: have you seen a the man map? with a womb <laughs> Have you seen Matt Walsh's documentary, What is a Woman?
1: I haven't. I don't know anything about it except for I keep seeing the memes oh pop God. up. You What's gotta it about? go. You got
0: it. It's he, he goes around the world and asks conservatives, liberals, professors on the street, people in other countries, philosophers. He asked everybody, What is a woman? One simple question. And it is unbelievable the answers they get. Un- really? people get mad. They they're gonna leave the room. You're trying to trigger me. What do you think a woman is? It's unbelievable. Unbelievable.
1: Wow. I had no idea. It is
0: Bizarro World. It's the number one documentary, I think, in the country right now. But anyway. Wow.
1: That's crazy. Well, the answer is all in the etymology.
0: Yeah, I digress. Yeah, okay. What do you think about the the Supreme Court decision? Uh, Real quick, it only kicks it back to the states, it doesn't make it illegal.
1: Right. So my earliest memories with my mom uh, is her taking me down to D.C. every January 22nd to March on Washington, the March for Life. So every year I did that. I have a son who has Down syndrome. Obviously, uh, he's like a poster child for pro-life because he's awesome. Uh, but I also am a libertarian. And I, you know, if you think about the issue, at, at the bottom line is, like, if you really wanted to make it absolutely illegal, like murder, you would probably have to handcuff a woman to like your radiator and stick a feeding tube down her throat if you really needed to stop her. And that starts to feel weird for me as a libertarian, but there's a lot of places between here and there where the law could land. But as far as Roe versus Wade goes, to me, it's, you never, you don't have to address any of those issues at all. It was ridiculously unconstitutional. Absolutely. Especially when you put it side by side with like federal Bans on pot and stuff. Like, if you had any rights of privacy, it would it would negate other federal laws. There is no rights of privacy, as Nancy Pelosi said. They are overturning a fifty year constitutional, fifty year old constitutional right. And I'm like, Nancy, the Constitution is two hundred and forty years old, so. There's no such thing as a fifty year unless it was an amendment. And it was not an amendment. So it there was is not an no amendment. abortion was legal well, absolutely everywhere when the uh, constitution was established.
0: And people don't understand too that the 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 job of the Supreme Court is not to create laws. That's not what they're there to do. They're j- there to simply step back and tell Say the let say to the country legislation. Hey, that's unconstitutional. You go back and fix it. Not I actually us.
1: disagree with that.
0: Well, you're wrong. I, Even though you went I, to Harvard or Yale, where yeah, did you go?
1: Yeah, no to? i I disagree with Marbury versus Madison, which was a Thomas Jefferson case. That's the where, one we talked about with my friend Eric Buchanan. Yeah, yeah, where they said. I want to actually have you guys on because I'm still doing interviews. So uh, what they said, and that said that the court had the right to rule on another branch of government's behavior, which is absolutely makes no sense. It's not in the Constitution. The remedy for unconstitutional congressional law is uh, nullification. So states should just ignore it. That's why they established the Department of Justice after the Civil War, because the South still was not obeying. And they had to because there's no enforcement mechanism in the Constitution because congressional law has to be enforced by the states at will. And they had to create the Department of Justice, which in my mind is not only outside the Constitution, it is unconstitutional because nullification is the right answer in my opinion. I mean, I didn't say it's my opinion, but there's no doubt in my mind.
0: But so I want to say it back to you and make sure I understand what you're saying. So I say I said just a minute ago that the Supreme Court's job is to simply look at a law that's been enacted and say that is unconstitutional. If you want to do something, go do something different. This law is not, does not stand up to the Constitution. You've overstepped your bounds, sending it back to states. You're saying that they're, what, what are you saying differently well, than Well, what saying? I'm
1: saying is two things. Like, so I don't think that, so when you make, the Roe versus Wade is different because they were not responding to a congressional law, right? They were net, Roe versus Wade didn't overturn a congressional law. Right. So already they're out of bounds and then i think that's when you bring in like the 14th amendment and act like the 14th amendment makes all the the first 10 amendments incorporated into state law which clearly like in the first amendment it says congress shall not, not. so when they start pushing down um you know a state house can't put the <clears throat> 10 commandments on the front lawn that, to me, has, is a violation of the First Amendment, not a support of the First Amendment. And the First Amendment has nothing to do with states or counties or anything like that. I don't believe, like, I I do dispute. Oh, you I, and
0: Eric are going to have such a great con oh. you got to get me and Eric on where I just want to yeah. sit and do this.
1: Yeah. Would he agree with me or disagree?
0: I think he would agree with you a mm. little bit, but I think there's areas where he would push back because, you know, yeah. he and, I, and I'm just not as smart as he was. and I didn't study it like you both have, but he's a he's a. He's got his degree in history, and so we go through our deep dives, and what he does around each amendment or through the Constitution is he gives – this is how – this he reads the the amendment, or he'll read the Constitution, and then he starts giving the context of what was going on in time when that was written, and then he starts giving court dates. Like, okay, this is what happened in 1790. This was 1847. This was – and he shows how – it started off maybe with the right way and then yeah. at this he'll say now this is the decision where it went from being yeah. what they intended to the bullshit we have now
1: well the 14th amendment i would definitely i could i could see it going both ways the yeah. interpretation i don't prefer the one that says that it incorporates the bill of rights into states require you know state constitutions i right. don't think that's right at all basically but,
0: what you what you're saying is if it applies to the federal the, that then you're saying that that says if if the if it applies on a federal level it also applies on a state level they have right. to go and by the same thing
1: and it would absolutely have to be from an amendment because the first amendment right out the gate says congress may not it refers specifically to federal law only yeah. so it would have okay. to be an amendment and the 14th amendment does not stated explicitly Really, and I mean, I could see the argument. I would like to talk to Eric about it. But so Roe versus Wade doesn't even rise to that level. Roe versus Wade is, is saying, I think it's invoking the 14th Amendment by saying the Constitution doesn't allow a ban on abortion and I'm going to push that down to the states and tell the states that they can't have bans on abortion because the Constitution... Oh,
0: I lost Monica. Click back in, Monica. I can't hear you. A lot of times when this happens, the guests can still hear and see me, but I cannot hear or see them. So Monica, we've lost you. And you're coming back up. I see you logging in with no camera yet. When I see your face, your olive face, your light-skinned Mediterranean looking <laughs> face, I will bring you up three, two, one. What's up? Okay. Sorry, Sorry I could
1: hear you. Okay. So um they so they uh push that down into the states, and I don't like that. But the but like DOMA, the Defense of Marriage Act, was a congressional law that the which said that you could not allow gay marriage, if I recall correctly. And then the Supreme Court overturned it and didn't just overturn that law; it's it went further, kind of Roe versus Wade wise. I think this is Overfell or something. The Roe versus Wade wise, and it said you may not ban it. So it it wasn't there was no call to say you may not ban it, but they did. And I do wonder immediately, and I think maybe Justice Thomas said this too, uh, overtly, maybe in the in the announcement today, in the even in the decision that Oberfell then also gets rescinded because we'll, will probably get overturned. And they, I thought he said the opposite. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I just heard that sideways. When they came, I thought when they came out, it only applies to abortion. Right. But I think it opens the door to, um, allowing gay marriage bans. And I think this is all pointing to encouraging polarization, encouraging polarization on both sides, then getting people to move. I think they want, um,
0: Red and blue states, not,
1: not really a civil war. I think they might want secession.
0: I'll I'll be honest with you. I said this. Uh, I've said it a little bit the last year or two, but I've said it pretty consistently the last three months. I'm convinced the real war, and I don't mean it if, so. When people are listening to this, I'm not talking about you know gun war. I just I, the real confrontation or conflict uh, dialogue is going to start centering around the attack on churches. Religion is coming. That is. Yeah. They, they, they've been hiding, in my opinion, they've been hiding behind laws and <clears> air quote culture wars and these names, racism. They've been hiding things around there. But I think the whole time there have been people w- with their eye on the big prize. And that's, we're going to come after your religion. And if you don't, if you say you believe certain things, that's hate speech. That's red flag laws. And you are now an enemy of the culture state.
1: That's very interesting. Because a couple of things. Um, when trump and and Cruz were kind of in neck and neck during the primaries, I when I, when I look back on that, I think, so I believe the powers that' be basically select, you know, you have to select from the choices they give us. And I think they were giving us basically Cruz, Trump and Hillary to see. They had a plan for any of the, they they scenario stuff out. They call it scenarioing out. And they do that. And I think with Cruz, the angle was going to be, and the reason I picked those three, not just because they were the most prominent, but every one of them had baked in a legitimacy question that would allow people to say across the board, not my president, which we've had since 2000, since the hanging Chad, since the Diebold machines in Ohio, since the Kenyan birth certificate, since Russian collusion, Hillary had all the undocumented voters and Ted Cruz was Canadian (laughs) when he was born. There's no question about it. Canada did not allow dual citizenship, and both of his parents were citizens of Canada, and he was born in Canada. So it was all ready for anyone to have it. How did he get to
0: be the point he's at now as a politician? With that being the point, well, did it's legal to go through a for process. Him
1: to be a senator, he's an American citizen now. But That's what, okay, okay. But as a president,
0: you can't be. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're not allowed to be not born in this country. And the only argument you ever get is like McCain or Obama, where one of the parents or both of the parents were or and McCain was on effect de facto U.S. territory. But but there was no argument for Ted Cruz like that was a constitutional crisis. Absolutely. The Republicans never should let that go further. But I think they like those crises. But my my thinking was they were they so everybody had to have a legitimacy problem just to make sure there was conflict. But the big problem is, so Trump was a, was a person who was agitating because of how he approached the, you know, whatever left-right thing, Democrat-Republican thing, really, for him. But Cruz what had the Christian thing going, which would have been quite polarizing if Cruz had mm-hmm. been president. And I remember thinking, like, they wanted to see which way the zeitgeist broke, and it went Trump, not Cruz. But now that you're saying this, it does seem like it could... It, it definitely seems like that's where we're going and there's a few features to that first of all, by getting really, really radical on the transgender stuff to children oh. you you got you radicalized your mainstream republican mom and then and that was on purpose critical race theory I just I never really dig into that stuff. my I don't have any kids in you know, really elemental. I got The other
0: gentleman you were on the podcast with, Matthew Durham, who's a UTC, yes. he's a professor. He he could come on and talk to you about that. He's pretty well studied in that.
1: Yeah, I would be interested in that. And and people get really worked up about it. So I imagine it's worse than I just my drive-by approach. So they've really radicalized people intentionally. I also feel like Trump brought identity politics to the right, and um, it's never been there before, and it's taken the place of a lot of ideology. But an implication of that is I feel like the... Uh, this move, they really want to kind of Nazify, nationalize, you know, they really, they, they like go overboard with immigration issues. They go overboard bringing refugees in from Ukraine and um, Afghanistan and stuff. And it gets people to kind of get that idea. Like I'm a nationalist, but I'm not a white nationalist or whatever. It's just gets very kind of Nazi. Like I'm not saying it is Nazi. Like I'm saying, this is what they're going for in this polarization. And if you bring the Christianity into it, you can, Uh, That's why, like, there's definitely a rise in criticism of Israel and stuff like that. There is. Listen, used to not be allowed, and I just I feel like they're going to, if they bring the Christianity thing into it, they can have like anti-Semitism and anti-Muslim at the same time, and all of that.
0: No, I agree. I agree. I I think ideology and theory and and theology. Here, here's, and I'm going to close my eyes so I can try to articulate this. I'm just not at. It's not as good with the words sometimes as everybody else, even my guests. So after
1: a long day.
0: Well, here, here's the deal. If if I put red flag red flags in place for guns, and they have already shown us in other countries, and even in this country to a degree, telling on your neighbor about COVID, right? If you're if your neighbor's not doing something, tell people, get in their faces. So we've kind of already adopted this uh tattletale world that you know we, we don't want everybody to have guns. Well, If I've also now can call certain things hate speech, and if we say violence is words and violence isn't burning down buildings, and some people can steal and some people can't, some things are riots and some things are insurrection and some things are, if we're going to have this mixed mash of definitions and I'm putting everything in place and I can redefine what hate speech is and I have these laws and encouraging people to tell their neighbors, it is We are one step away from saying, Clint Powell, you're a Christian. You go to a Baptist church. These are four th- four things that you believe as a Baptist and a Christian that are wrong. And if even if you come out and say, yeah, but I, I'm not God. I'm not judging their souls. They can do that if it's legal. I'm just saying I don't agree with it. We can still be friends, and they're not going to accept that. They are going to start calling that. That's why they want control of your children. You're not allowed to teach hate speech and hate to your children in our public school systems. You just can't do that. So I'm telling everybody, and I've, I've watched this kind of morph over the next three to five years, the battle is going to be drawn around your religion, your words, and your kids, and it's coming. And that's my theory, and it's not a conspiracy theory, it's my thoughts. So before other people say Clint's a conspiracy theorist, no, I'm thinking things through, and I, by the way, I'm also a dumbass, so I could be completely wrong, I just think that's what could happen.
1: No, I think you're right, and I think that what you're getting at is the culture clash that they push so hard for. They're really put. That's why I I feel like they just there the Frankfurt School stuff, the identity stuff was so important to them, and they just could not get the right to give up on the foundational American principles of liberty and. Um, laissez-faire and stuff there were just generation after generation was raised like you say by people who resonate who's Ron Paul's message resonated with whether you're libertarian or not he was yeah. tapping into something real and I think they took that energy and and got like the perfect guy to to kind of redirect that in Trump but but for me like so now I see that and I'd always thought as a libertarian that culture was important because uh that if you had a really libertarian society morality would emerge from that because there would be consequences and that's you know whether morality comes down from god or up from the consequences of mother nature you have with more liberty i think you have more morality people think with more liberty you have more libertine no especially if you don't allow like monopoly government like regulating pot is not what i'm talking about liberty because regulating pot gives only certain people licenses. They have outsized profits. The government gets taxes. They want to push it. I'm talking about real liberty and the consequences, no welfare, no bailouts, nothing. You pretty quickly learn to behave yourself. So I always thought that culture was important to liberty, but now- now that they are pushing all this stuff so hard and they're pushing the right to the right, I started to realize like it's almost like a redux of the fascist versus communism from, I started looking into the Spanish Civil War, just uh, by coincidence, a few books landed on my desk like this. And I always think there's no such thing as coincidence, like this stuff. Like I got a Kaczynski book right before lockdown. And I was like, man, I should move off the grid. <laughs> so this thing made me start thinking about separation of church and state. And I realized in my reading that having like I think it's called a confessional state, that's what they called Spain back then. It's not, it wasn't that there there was a state religion and they forced you to be that religion. It was just that the religion, the morality of the religion, informed the laws, and you couldn't proselytize. So if you were another religion, you could not proselytize. So it's kind of like having the Red Scare, where they had the House on american Activities Committee, and they pushed down, uh, they were like, okay, you can't be in the Communist Party. And I was always like, how can you not be allowed to be in the Communist Party? But the fact is, uh, you know, if you want to be realistic about it. Total libertarianism at that level may be, maybe not, or total liberty at that level. It it may just not be practical if there are people being subversive against the foundational principles. So, I mean, I
0: start more of my thinking. Me and you have had this conversation in the past several times. So my belief is that when you get big groups of people together, or even small groups, whether it's around geography or cultural beliefs, That eventually hierarchies emerge, and when hierarchies emerge, you have government, because once I'm in charge, my people are in charge, there are certain things we can and can't do that we're acceptable and not acceptable. Well, we should write those down. Why? Well, Well, like, is a
1: chief of an Indian tribe a government? Absolutely. Yeah, well, it's— That's fine.
0: It, it, to me, uh, it's I agree authority. with that. That's government. Yeah, I'm not authority. sure it's a state, yeah. but it's, it's not a, a state, I don't think, but I think it is yeah. authority. And what yes. happens is- Yes, I agree with the, you. The chief or the chief at, just so anybody gets pissed off, whatever we're doing, whoever's in charge says, okay, you guys all agree I'm in charge. Yeah, well, here's what we're going to do. These are the five things that aren't acceptable. We're going to write these down. And in case something ever happens to me, do we all agree to live by these things? And we go, yes. So what happens is we, we prosper because Bob's a farmer and Tom and Sue do pigs and you like cows and you're- and then, and next thing you know, we have a nice little community. Well, the community next door is not doing that great, and they have an asshole for a leader. And so they want to come take our stuff. Next thing you know, we have to have guys or girls with spears that are defending ourselves. What do we have? We have a military. And now... And all that takes is- No,
1: you could just have a militia.
0: We could, but that's what I'll say. But then the amoeba stuff happens because that that town over there is not as big as we are, but they they have like minds. We're going to join forces. These bad people are going to join forces. Now we go from 50 people to 150 people. Now we have little towns. Now we have to have some sort of way to officially make sure that we're all abiding by the same laws. It's an- I'm looking for a place in history where it's gotten to the point where there's complete freedom and it stayed there because it's never been that way.
1: I think you're wrong that it's never been that way. I think, but that, I mean, it
0: moves on. It's been, I think that way, it's but never it, it resulted
1: on. in a monumental, a monument building civilization and it's not in the history books, but I mean, I imagine that the natives in North America had, I mean, I think they were there for, what, 12,000 years? Is that possible? Yeah,
0: and that, but but still they raided, enslaved, and, and warred against yeah, each other, I, nations not, versus yeah, nations. I'm not
1: saying they had uh, that their, their system was the system I would choose, but I'm not sure anyone said, so, like, look at Ireland. Ireland before uh, England, I, you know, it's just a different system. But, but amongst
0: that freedom, the ultimate freedom, there's still war and chaos and evil people.
1: Yeah, people steal and kill, and we and you have rights. And to we kill them back. But I feel like if you <laughs> if you have a community of like 150 people or less, it's much more manageable. I think it starts getting out of control when uh, that chief decides to tax.
0: I and I just don't know how. I think every society that I have seen. air quote, civilized. I got to throw that in there. I don't know what that means. Well, I would say
1: civilized actually means slave state. I think civilization comes from the city that's built on the backs of the people who produce grain that is confiscated by the idle people who live in those monumental buildings.
0: Do you think it's possible to have 330 million people without government?
1: Oh, this 330 million people thing is the problem. Like it's you and
0: Bill you sh- Gates have something in common.
1: No, not that there are too many people, but that that they're supposed <laughs> Look to be her eyes. governed.
0: I wish, I wish I could show this on Audible or Spotify. She was like, no, damn it, I'm not talking no, about them. No, yeah. no,
1: no, 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 no. The problem is that we that 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 you think of this that there's a government for 330 million people is a reflection of the fact that the Tenth Amendment is dead. Hmm. So I don't I, I want the Articles of Confederation back. I don't even think the Constitution is legitimate. Now the Articles of Confederation was legitimate. I think that was the right way to go. And there and were I, people
0: that wanted to stop there. There were people that were like, Patrick were, Henry. Yeah, but there was a group my of people were like, hey, what are we doing? Yeah.
1: Georgia <laughs> Carey, the guy who founded Georgia Carey, Jerry Henry. I interviewed him once and I said, Any relation? And he said yes. I was so excited. <laughs> um so <laughs> He's my I wanna fan. swing
0: I want to swing it back before we hit a few more topics and I'm mm-hmm. gonna let you go. Uh uh, Roe versus Wade gets pushed back down to the states. You you already said what you think that could open the door for. Let me ask you just. You said you had been active somewhat as a pro um, pro, pro life. life as a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my question to you: Do you think the Supreme Court did the right thing?
1: Absolutely, definitely, no question. Okay. Okay, that's what. Yeah, I, and I feel probably public. not for the right reasons. Sorry.
0: You just have to throw a monkey wrench in it. I'm Damn sorry. it, Monica Perez.
1: I don't trust governments.
0: <sighs> okay, you don't trust government. I'm sure okay. there's a lot
1: of stuff in that opinion. Like I read the first draft. That I'm gonna was have leaked. to read it. Yeah, it was leaked, but uh, there was a lot of stuff in there. I was like, oh, I don't know if I would say it that way. <clears throat> I would just say that. Yeah, I mean, I think I would stop at the original ruling was preposterous on its face.
0: You know, they're gonna <laughs> that, have they're gonna try to pack the Supreme Court now. Yeah. You know, because they
1: didn't so much. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like they reviewed Roe versus Wade and just threw it out it, they, I think it was the, it was a ruling on another case. So it had a bunch of other stuff in
0: it. Yeah. You know, they're going to try to pack the Supreme court, right?
1: Yes. I, I believe so.
0: Are you for that? Does it not matter? I mean, if they start um, doing that, when when do we put a cap on it? Cause we could just keep doing this and have 40 people on the Supreme court and it'd be stupid.
1: Yeah. It's a little weird to me because I, you know, I, I, it's hard for me to believe that there really are two sides At the very top. So I guess they, I guess maybe it's their way of letting the pendulum swing and creating more conflict and packing the court. I I mean, I guess if they're going to say they're going to pack the court, then that would be good for Democrats and midterms, you know, I guess they're going to get
0: their asses kicked in midterms, by the way.
1: I mean, a lot, a lot can get, a lot can get, get bad in 30 years or however long a packed court would really make the laws
0: it's gonna get trapped. Um you think you, that they're
1: gonna get a routing even after this?
0: Oh, yeah, but here's why they, you'll you'll read stats on the on and on certain um traditional medias. You'll read these surveys that say sixty five percent of the people believe, but those they don't dive into those and they don't dive into it when they go when you're asked the follow-up question of like, at what point in time during the, the pregnancy are you talking about? Or are, are you just referring to if the mom's about to die or, or incest and rape, which is less than, I think, two or three percent or one percent of all the cases? And you know they're not genuine when you say to them, Okay, I'll concede yeah. that on those cases, mm-hmm. we, abortion should be, abortion should be legal. Mm-hmm. And they still go, Well, it doesn't matter. I'm like, So then it's not about that. Yeah, that's not, not a conversation. I won't conversation. engage in that. It's not
1: that's, an honest conversation. That's, that's not what we're talking about.
0: Right. And they know that. They're just yeah. throwing that out there to make you seem like you're an insensitive bastard, and that's not the case. It's
1: very influential on the TikTok crowd, though. It
0: is very Well, those people that don't want to are lazy. But Thanks. I, I am, I am. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's. I think we're in for. I think we're in for a rough road. I think the election. I think the midterms are still going to be crap. Here's what I think. They're talking about doing the tax, gas tax relief right now for the next three months. They're talking about July, Which is August.
1: Totally stupid.
0: It's to, it's not going to help that much, and it's going to end in September, helped. October.
1: Zero. This was in my analysis on my show today, deep dives. It unless the refineries actually want to pass along savings, and there'd be no way to know. You could still say yeah. they didn't. They're because they're operating at full capacity. <clears throat> so if full capacity right now is $5, you know, if it, people will pay $5 a gallon for that amount of gas. If you, if you, it's, then the refiners right now are paying $4.83 or $4.82. That's what they're making. Plus you're paying that extra 18 cents. If you're, you're always going to be paying $5 because that's how much gas there is.
0: And that's how and, much they can and charge.
1: They, they should get it all. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's market clearing at this supply level right now. So unless they ha- they're sitting on some supply, which it does not appear that they are, you know, whatever. But, but I, I, I think they want to do price controls. So it's well, a 70's here's what I'll style, say: have so people are waiting online. That's what they want. They want you to wait online because high prices aren't enough to keep people zooming. But waiting online will do it.
0: I think there's two things to consider when it comes to this. One, three things. First, gas prices were going up well before Putin's war. Yes. Second, by our president said, uh, right when the gas started going up, he said. The market factored in. As soon as Putin started putting troops on the border, the market factored in the possibility of war. That's when prices started going up. And I said on a podcast, well, if the market's smart enough to factor in Putin, maybe enacting a war, why would the market not factor in a year of our president when he was running for president, saying, I'm going to disembowel the oil industry and stop all things. And you don't think the market goes, oh, well, we're running out of time. They hate us. Why would we go invest in new properties? Right. Banks aren't going to give us the loans they need. And now the interest rates are going up. Right. And now it says like, hey, do you need to go dig more and drill more? And they're like, dude, you talked, you wanted to It's not about down.
1: crude either. It's, it's about bad. refining capacity. Yeah. And it's just so much more. If you went back to before refineries started, there were 300 res- refineries in 1982 in this country, and now there's 120 ish. And in 1990, if you, whatever the price of oil is like, $38 a bar- barrel, and gas was 91 cents. Now, oil's $120 a barrel, or maybe it's 100 now. Last week it was 120, I don't, I don't know. know. And gas is 4 or $5 a, a gallon. If you went back to the ratio of what it was when there were more refineries, the price of gas, even at this crude level, should be under three dollars a gallon. It's all about that. I, I guess it's like equivalent to the crack spread between yeah, refinery yeah, yeah. and I used to I used to be an uh, petroleum metals and mining.
0: Banker. Look at you. You see, you've been you used to be everything. Cause so I'm old.
1: old. That's I'm what I realized. You. I was I like, I'm old. older than you. <laughs> I don't I'm think like th- you're older than I am.
0: Yes. I'm like 10 years older than oh, you. I'm like eight years old. Oh,
1: that's super sweet. I'm going with that.
0: I'm 54. All
1: right. Well, my womb still works. so. My- oh,
0: my- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all I'm, what I'm going is- with. I'm a
1: reproductive <laughs> age female. What's that's You ready for that's this?
0: I'm 54 and I have no comment to that right there. I'll say this too, though, about the, you know, uh, the refineries and, and the gas and, and, and Biden, you know, the, the rhetoric he did, and, and now it's all the the, ref- the oil company's fault. But people don't understand that when Biden got in, and I, I know just enough to be dangerous, so I'll allow you to correct me on this. <laughs> he gets in, he he kills off the pipeline here. He okays the, the Russia pipeline, which allowed Russia basically to bypass and do so much dis- distri- uh, distribution in Europe and a influx of money comes in how do people think russia has the the money right now and stuff to finance a war and if you ask the ukrainian president a lot of times he's like it's because of those decisions not not the only cause but it didn't help it contributed to it speeding up
1: if if you want to hurt russia you crash oil prices
0: well, and the way to do the crash in oil price, if I'm not mistaken, is the more you do here and the less yeah. the world needs you flood right the market. Now, aren't we getting our oil from India and places like that? And guess who where India's getting their oil? Russia.
1: Yeah. Are but we getting ju- oil from India? Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: We're about break even. We we're the number one oil producer in the world. I don't know if people realize that. Saudi Arabia's second, Russia's third. And we produce almost as much. I mean, for a while, they were producing as much as we consume. We produce 17 million barrels a day, and we consume 20 million barrels a day. i mean we might but that's the thing it's a commodity it's fungible it doesn't matter where you get it yeah it doesn't matter i I think the worst day there was russia pulled out had like three million barrels a day less which we've more than he and and now they're up to one million less instead of three and i think we've more than made up for that plus our reserves are 700 million barrels we could you could throw out that million barrels a day for two years
0: I'm trying to look real quick because I want. And then wanna... by the
1: end of the summer, it's just peak demand and stuff. Like the whole thing is just made up. But they want you to zoom. They want you to. They want. A lot of the refiners that, as the refineries got old, they started converting to green stuff. That's the biggest problem, probably.
0: Okay, hold on. So the top five destination countries for U.S. petroleum by export
1: destination
0: destinations. I'm reading this uh, is. Mexico, Canada, India, China, and uh, South Korea. This was march of this year. Oh,
1: and China closed down their refineries because of their dumb COVID lockdowns. Oh, did they? Yeah. They they've uh or I, I I think I pieced that together from some things I was reading. Nobody said it overtly, but I'm pretty sure. I don't know how many refineries they have, but it
0: I'm I'm going to say what this I think right. I read. I want people to go to research that India comment I made cuz I could be totally full of shit on it. I I, I read I it and I heard it. At,
1: I didn't look at the flow. I I believe you. I I I never investigated the flows. Because I think of this stuff as a commodity. That's why when they were like, rush, 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 I'm like, as long as, if China's buying Russian oil.
0: And they are, I think.
1: Yeah. And and the Russian oil is a little bit cheaper because they can't sell it to us anymore or to Europe anymore. China will buy it all. Hey. And free up the Indian oil they used to buy. I mean, it just, it's just—it's a commodity. It's fungible. and we'll buy
0: it. We buy it or sell it wherever we. It's
1: not strictly fungible. People listening to say like, there's West Texas crude, and you know, yeah. there's uh, the heavy, there's light sweet. The Libyan oil is the best, but like, and refineries have to have the kind of oil they're used to. So there is disruption there, okay. but it's not. It, it, it isn't black and white. I have three or I more should topics. say, it isn't one to one.
0: Right. I have three more topics for you.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Well, These are quick ones. One, uh, January 6th, the hearings are they warranted or not warranted in your mind?
1: I don't think anything happened on January 6th of any illegal nature that wasn't a setup.
0: Did you see the interview? Uh, was it Ted Cruz that interviewed the gentleman in the that said, Hey, uh, or the lady via Zoom were FBI agents there that she said, You know, I cannot talk about that. Uh, this person showed a picture. Uh, has he ever been investigated? You know, I can't talk about that. Was he an undercover operative? You know, I can't talk about that. Wow, did you see that interview? No, oh, I'm gonna, I'm not watching it at
1: all. No, I just well, think this it's a, it's a hearing, I think. time sink. No, I I think in, in the real time after January second 6th, I knew a lot of people who were there. I saw a lot of videos, a lot of pictures. The few things that were weird were like Alex Jones's people climbing up a scaffolding, uh, people who were, quote, breaching the Capitol, but cops were opening the gates for them. They were escorting them through the halls. Uh, when a friend of mine saw, said a couple of guys ran out and said, they just shot a woman, meaning Ashley Babbitt. And she said, I immediately thought they were full of it. I said to their faces, you're absolutely. What? Sorry. This thing is freaking out. Um, that they immediately said to them that she thought they were full of it. And the guy was like, we're Marines. We're not liars. Look. And she's like, show me the video. And he showed her the video and she still didn't believe it. That was the Ashley Babbitt thing. And uh, and she showed me pictures with a timestamp of the of the doors being wide open on the Capitol. Um, if it were illegal, I think that they didn't know it because she went in there well, with her giant like cross. She had a Jesus on his well, stick.
0: Two Nancy Pelosi and them, if I'm not mistaken, they knew that there to air quote rumors that something might happen. They could have called in uh, extra security. They didn't do any of that. I just sent you the article or go to your Facebook Messenger when we're off the interview and watch that interview because it's very. Very telling when he asked okay. her directly yeah. to kind of what you're saying. as there was He believes there was a setup. I
1: think any film that you saw after that, any video of cops bleeding or any of that was uh, produced. Oh,
0: look at you. You're throwing it out there. Yeah. All right. Is Biden going to run again? Because I have a theory on this one, but go ahead.
1: I'm looking at what they're doing with energy prices, um, inflation, uh, employment, and I think they're going for the Carter Reagan storyline, and that would mean a weak, milk toast-looking Democrat versus a strong. So Biden DeSantis may be the 2024.
0: You ready? There's no chance Biden runs again. He's going to get 20. He's going to get, oh, he's, he's going to get axed. Yeah. He's going to get axed by his own party.
1: Literally 80. Okay.
0: No Biden.
1: Wow.
0: Obama and Ron DeSantis, Michelle Obama and Ron DeSantis. That's my prediction.
1: Yeah. Okay. She's been
0: awful quiet.
1: Yeah. They've
0: been awful quiet. They are waiting. i are going to see how the midterms go. She fits all of the the boxes. She's got uh, charisma. She's a cross between Oprah. Her husband. She's a female. She's African American. The country's starving. She's going to come together and collectively pull the Democrat Party back together. Kamala will kindly step aside on this one. Pretty easy. I'm telling you.
1: The only my only hesitation there is it would be them not really wanting her. I mean, it's a t- it's a it would be a tough year for Democrats, don't you think?
0: I, I think. OK, so Ron DeSantis, I think I, I, I want a Ron DeSantis to run. I'm tired of Trump. I think he did some good stuff. I think he opened up some doors. I think he showed some, you know, either weaknesses or strengths of our government, depending on what side you're on. I like Ron DeSantis. I think he fights back a little bit. I like how he handles himself. If we're stick if if we're if we're coming down a little bit and just acknowledging there are true Democrats and Republicans, I'm a Ron DeSantis guy. I don't know who the Democrats bring on that's going to have any. Oprah's threatened to run. The rocks threatened to run. They're both. You think,
1: yeah, I just it's just the question to me is uh, the power. You know do. Is it really a Democrat-Republican fight or the powers that be choose? And if they're really choosing, do they want to put Michelle up when she's bound to lose? I don't know. I don't think think she'll lose. Biden survives. Do you think Biden dies in office?
0: No, I don't know if he dies. I think they're gonna twenty is it 25th Amendment? I think they're gonna uh, uh, I think they're gonna get him out. I think they're gonna say, Hey, he's there's let me tell you. If 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 the people who were telling you, and I was one of those people Saying that Biden was did not look mentally healthy to go running, be running for office. Everybody saw it. Yeah, they put him in a basement for the last six months and said, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> he's doing great. Trust us." Now everybody sees it. Even the left is turning on him a little bit, going, "Hey, you know, AOC is kind of milk toast about him running. I, I, unless it's an AOC that's going to step in and get shellacked by Ron." DeSantis. How old is she?
1: I think she. You need a constitutional oh, she's amendment. Not,
0: yeah, she, well, she's not thirty. She's not old enough yet. Do they have a middle of the road, a Ron DeSantis type Democrat that's in the 40s? I mean, I years? just
1: first of all, let me but just I think ask my you. My answer,
0: real quick. I yeah. think Michelle's going. I think Michelle would run because I think I don't think Biden's going to make it. I think Michelle's the only one that can win, and if she runs, I think she'll be your next president.
1: You don't think that they're they're they really want Big T? They want DeSantis to be the president? Hmm.
0: Oh, I like DeSantis. I want. No, I know, but I, I think Are you talk about they—the ones in control.
1: I think DeSantis is run by them. So he's oh, he's an stop operative. Stop it! it! Yeah. Who do he's you like, like a, on the
0: Republican he's, side? Then he's like a nobody. CIA.
1: You know, he's Jag Yale. He was a <sighs> seal. I mean, come on, that guy is getting all the low hanging. You've got to like softballs. somebody. Oh, I, I like him. I hope some... he's president. Oh, I totally okay, want to be okay. president. Yeah. Okay. But because I like the limited hangouts, I like. I don't want the one. You know, I mean. So give me the you, guy against the vax, right? Our like, country, give me Ron Paul. Well, Ron Paul's not
0: a Our country is going to, I think Michelle Obama would unite people in a way that that no Democrat has. There's not a Democrat that's united somebody. Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. If they want the Democrats to win, then I think that that's so probably the right when you
0: say they win. want, you think they may want a Republican back in office?
1: I think they loved having Trump back there because he brought identity politics. Then why politics. didn't he get reelected? I was surprised because it was very clear they wanted unrest, and I knew they couldn't get law-abiding Republicans to riot. And I didn't anticipate they would just make it up, which they did. Um, why didn't they put him back in? I know. I don't know because he was so good. I think because they had to do this Ukraine thing.
0: So you don't think that it may be that, that there's a flaw in the thinking that they are in
1: charge that much? Um, could you, could, No, could I don't. I don't <laughs> no. think so, because there's just too much. It's so clearly pushed down from the top that the elections are obviously not on up and up. And the media just so controls people's thinking. Like, you know, why is it that all at once we all get like that clip of the of the Arizona governor candidate bitch slapping the CNN girl? Right. I know. I, I There's no doubt in my mind. You saw that. Right. You saw that. Yeah. Because they gave that to you, and you're telling me this religious thing. I got two texts in the last 24 hours saying, you know, the religious right is is rising. They're going to be a problem.
0: I don't think the religious right rising. I think now they're calling anybody that stands up and goes, "I believe in that," and I'm not a racist. And I think they're calling that the religious right. They okay, need to but label that's, me. That's
1: where the battle lines are going to be. Yeah, that's I'm not where not the, labels, that label. yeah, the labels. Yeah, but that's how it's going to be. And yeah. I'm just saying, they big T they are really masterful when it comes to making sure there are always two sides and that we are always looking at each other and not looking at them.
0: Uh, well, that's what Let they, me ask you I, two more. I just more, try to
1: figure out that angle.
0: Two more opinions because yep. I, I know you're busy. Uh, yes. One is the DOJ, if I'm not mistaken, cleared those uh, Border Patrol agents of whipping the Haitians coming across the border. Do you remember that that controversy? I know the they backstory cleared on
1: that too. It but, was, but
0: now they came out and said that Biden's administration is going to punish them anyway.
1: You know what really happened with those guys. I don't know if you know this, but I had a friend who was in France at the time. And in France, they showed the whole video. Yeah. And the Haitian guy, are you aware of this? He was beating his wife.
0: Oh, no, I didn't know that. I just knew that the the border agents weren't hitting the Haitians with their whips.
1: Well, they were trying to break up the husband beating his wife. And oh, I did not know that's that. what, yeah, that the so if you watch the whole clip, which I don't think has ever been shown in this country, you would see that. So, so w- are you asking me, what do I think? Why would they punish the
0: border? Age? Why would they do something so in our face? Because like they 1984? Don't like but they know, but they, they were cleared. So the, this even uh, does not allow even people who agree with them to stand on any factual, they don't have anything to point to. I don't understand that. Why would they do that?
1: I don't know. I think there's probably an obvious answer. I guess they just maybe appease the people who believe the other side of the story. But it's an, you know, it's just annoying to me that the people who think that they're for justice and they're not racist or whatever also think they're for women. And this guy was beating his wife. See, so, I'm
0: looking for that. I can't find it, but I'm gonna look that up. And uh, yeah, if that's it, that changes. I'm not the sure scenario. it's available
1: in this country. The person who told me as a very trustworthy source. He said he was on vacation in France, and I guess he speaks French, and he was watching it. On TV, and he saw the whole thing. And when he came back to this country, and, that, and the narrative was like these guys are whipping, and he was like, "That was the guy who was beating his wife."
0: Oh man, I would love to get that guy if only she had yeah. something to share with us. um Let's see what I I'll be able to you. find
1: it if you, if people have a VPN or like can zip their IP address to go go country, duck
0: duck duck. No, go, no,
1: go. you have to have a you have to be able to borrow somebody else's IP address.
0: um Hey, you got new coffee mugs too.
1: Oh my gosh! Where's my coffee mug? I don't
0: know, but they're outstanding. I've got one of your old ones in here, but that I just saw it when I was on your Twitter. I'm like, what is that?
1: No, I just i it was just a prototype. I bought it because um my friend, my producer guy, I didn't even ask him to do it, but he uh he made me this really pretty logo, and it was so sweet of him. And then I I, I wanted to see how it translated. So here's my new oh shit.
0: Let me see if I'm Ooh, sorry, maybe I'm find a yeah, so I can Yeah, so here's my
1: first. there's the it's this like nice Tiffany blue. Yeah. And but the logo, the bigger logo is like with my face. He did all this. I thought it was very sweet and it's That's very distinctive. Very nice. Because you see that blue pop up, somebody pointed out that because he put my old anarcho capitalist yellow and black in there. I thought you're an, ar-
0: an anarcho capitalist. It
1: looks I'm not really, but so it looks like it was supposed to be like gray and blue for agorism, but like the a throwback to the black and gold of anarcho capitalism. But it looks like the Ukraine flag.
0: Oh, <laughs> hey, is uh, is this it right here?
1: Don't tell anybody. <laughs> yes, isn't that sweet? Look at that. I thought that was so nice of him. Thank you. So it's a magnifying glass, but when, like, on some, when you do a video, it crops up and it looks like a pool of water for the deep dive.
0: Oh, looky there. Yeah,
1: it's super cool. He's awesome.
0: So if people go to websites or go to things, and they're saying, well, I heard of this, Monica. There it is. So now you visually have something to connect with the word Yes, thank you. Deep, deep dives, dives with Monica yeah. Perez. That mm-hmm. is a fantastic I was podcast.
1: thinking of doing other things, like having other contributors like do Deep Dives. And um, I just got – I'm going to kind of convert. Well, I have a bunch of different websites. I'm going to mush them all together to monicasdeepdives.com. I'm like, telling little, you.
0: Eric Buchanan yeah. would be a great one for you to have a do a, let him do a deep dive about some stuff. He is really. Oh yeah. Smart.
1: I totally want to. Yeah. yeah. Eric really and is, I do uh, would also the education stuff for Matthew, right?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, he's knee deep. In. So our buddy Matthew is, uh, I think he's converting. He is not a conservative now, yeah. but he's definitely not a tr- He's
1: transitioning. Matthew. He is. He is. <laughs> I'm
0: telling you, he's That's becoming, great. I think this is just what I think. I think you used to have, and i hope i don't block it but you used to have your your blues your purples and your reds <laughs> now yes. i think you have your blues yes your purples yes and your reds
1: yes and the and purples the people, are a mosaic
0: and the purples yeah. don't want to admit now that they've left either the the blue or the red so they're calling themselves that but they're voting crazy ways that's why you have hispanics now voting a certain way and african americans voting different ways and now college educated white women are voting you're like nothing makes sense when it comes to voting or predictions anymore
1: well i think voting is a complete scam i do it but i just don't think we're i think the ideology is the distraction i think it's complete corporate takeover when do you think it all
0: got taken over was it fdr was it woodrow wilson
1: The total, gee, the globalist corporation thing. I mean, the end of the American experiment was Wilson.
0: R- R- FDR Wilson, was bad.
1: Yeah. LBJ was bad. But then you have the other thing where when did we really lose any me any 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 media coverage? It, it kind of like JFK was the beginning of that. And I 9-11. think in the seventies.
0: I think, yeah. I think, and well, then I
1: think the corporate thing actually started emerging in the seventies, and I wouldn't be surprised as much as I like nearly named my daughter Reagan. But don't you say it. Don't. I just there seemed to have been some globalist lady. globalist resurgence in the eighties. Sorry,
0: sorry. What that hurts fault? me
1: more than it hurts you, buddy. I Damn. cried when he was shot. I cried.
0: Ronald Do you Reagan. even remember
1: when he was shot? Are you sure? Yes, old I'm night?
0: older than you. I'm 54. I was in high school when that happened.
1: And you what year did he older. get shot? 82 or 84? What I was 82? young, so it had to have been 82. What year? Not 84. Year? 84 was an election year. It was early.
0: Yeah. Hold I mean, you second. just
1: don't want CIA agents as your vice president. You know George Bush's Oh,
0: 19, March 30th, friend, 1981.
1: A family friend of the Bushes shot him. That's a fact.
0: Uh, uh, Hinkley.
1: Uh, Hinkley was a- The really? greatest American hero. What? John Hinkley shot Ronald Reagan, yeah, good I friend know. of the Bushes in the oil industry. There's That's absolutely documented fact. Yeah. Oh, yeah, babe. That's why he's out.
0: I was now. in- 8th or ninth grade when that happened. And I remember they were rolling on the TV and it was a historic moment. You know, they used to, I hate to say this, they send all of the kids home now for things. Back in my day, we watched the Challenger blow up in school and they just Holy turned it off. And they, and they were like, well, all right, let's pull out our books and turn to page 38, everybody. We're like, hey, wow. We're the people on the Challenge.
1: Yeah, we're going to get a quiz tomorrow at 2 o'clock. What? The hell is
0: it now everybody That's goes great. home and has guidance counselors for that stuff.
1: Oh yeah you got to go to the cr- the coloring room.
0: You got to go to the safe room. Yeah, yeah coloring room color books for stress really yeah. hey uh <laughs> tell me real quick uh, how everybody can find you one more time yes. because you've changed things up I a know
1: little. you've got to stay fresh so you can tweet at me at Monica Perez show. I'm morphing into having my website, um, Monica's deep but that's going to be, you can, even now you can go to the propreport.com and you can talk to me there. If you want, you can post articles there. We have, we're starting to get a rapport going, but if you want to hear my show commercial free through August 1st, go to deep dives with Monica Perez on your favorite podcasting platform.
0: Deep dives with Monica Perez. And uh now that you've got these new efforts going and you might or might not have some free time and doing the solo yes. thing, we can get you on maybe with Eric and Matthew a little bit. Your schedule might be fine. I want you what I do. Bit.
1: One of the things I'm doing, which is like mostly what I do outside of the deep dives, is I do buddy dives. So I talk to other podcasters and it's kind of a swap cast, but yep. I put it on my feed. And that just makes it a little more, I get a lot of requests. I'm very grateful for them to be on other podcasts, but I really want to share that with my audience through my feed. So I, I'm looking for a podcast, Swapcast to do like
0: Well, that. I would love to do one. Can I, can I get on that yes, rotation? Yes, absolutely, buddy dive buddy dive with yeah. you. we
1: could Damn. make this a buddy dive if you I want
0: to be a Yes, I want to yeah. do buddy dives. This stuff. could be a
1: buddy dive. I'll put you I in like my it. feed. There's I... a lot of people in that feed. I
0: know, that's what I'm saying. It... Fatboy's yeah, got Let's a kid going it. to college. That goes. Yeah. And sponsors. I'll give a
1: little intro and we'll Absolutely. That would fun. be fun. I'm taking a vacation uh, yeah. so I need buddy dives for like 10 days straight.
0: Um, if you need guests, if you're certain topics, I know people that can maybe help with stuff. I am,
1: I have a very, the interviews are actually a little harder for me than the buddy dives. And I have a very long list of interviews. I, the buddy dives oh, are easier. Oh, okay, you mean more, hard,
0: what do you mean by hard?
1: Well, like with the interviews I do, I spend a lot of time preparing.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. I just with, thought you meant like you're not, you're uncomfortable with them.
1: No, but I can only do one like every other week. So gotcha. I don't really, but the buddy dives, I, am. You know, I really like to just connect with people on what's happening that day, other podcasters, because I, you know, most of the stuff I do is just solo. So I really like the buddy dives because it's a way to kind of feel other people out. I don't have a call-in show anymore. I used to use the callers for that. So that's why I like the, you know, I used to not do as many podcasts, but I like to- I like now to do the like swapcast because it's just, I, I'm interested in what other podcasters are saying. I think my audience is too. Are you,
0: are you going to keep, are you going to keep it in the political headline realm? Or are you going to branch out and do it about things that interest you outside of that?
1: Yes. Well, actually someone suggested I interview the world's best bartenders. They will probably go running and screaming though, knowing I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I also like I just did, I'm doing a series on the 12 mm. rules book by Jordan Peterson, a friend of mine and I are doing like at two chapters a month, basically. And we just talk, we read the chapters and we talk about them. So I was thinking of doing books and yeah, I'll do anything. I just debunk dinosaurs. Like if you believe in dinosaurs, you might want to- Stop it. Stop yeah. it. Oh yeah, sorry. Stop it. Hey,
0: Eric Buchanan and I did two book reviews that you need to read oh. the books. One of them's called The Storm, or I'm sorry, The Calm, I don't know. The Storm, the Storm Before, Before the Calm. Storm Before the Calm. That it's would called. be great. It is That'd called It's The Storm yeah. Before the Calm. Mm-hmm. And the other one is A Revolt of the Public. So Mm. both of those talk Mm. about the cycles we're in culturally, politically. And one of them talks about the information influx and how it's uh, causing distrust. Um, Mm. That's the revolt of the public. But the storm before the calm and revolt of the public. We've done some book reviews on that. But if you ever read those and want somebody that can talk it through in a very articulate way, Eric is a great guest for that. Um, Yeah. I will follow you on all your platforms and Mm -hmm. I will always be sending you the best of luck. If you're ever back down in the South where God lives, feel free to we'll, we'll have a coffee <laughs> or something.
1: I'm looking into Texas for sure, not well, Tennessee. I can't get It's Not home. as I was to say, Texas doesn't do
0: me any good. That's My
1: son might apply to Vanderbilt, so he's like, "But mom, the CIA is in Vanderbilt." I'm like, "The CIA is everywhere, honey."
0: Yeah, they're they're listening right now, sweetheart. We're fine. They're in this house. We're good. They hear us.
1: Uh, that was great. Thanks, thank you very much, you.
0: and I wish you the very best. Thank you, dear. You're so awesome. Bye, everybody.